0: hello fellow travelers thank you for uh, joining once again the unbroken ground podcast this is episode 30 and i think i'm gonna spend some time th- talking about um the past uh, re- rehashing why i'm doing this and also just spending some time uh looking into the uh the future and, and, w- and what that might look like um so yeah so i'm gonna talk about my other project a little bit too um since i am also doing a a blog for patheos.com um But yeah, as always, thank you for listening. If this is your first time, um, well, you'll get kind of a history and and, uh, an idea of where I might be headed with this. Uh, And then um, uh, if this is your 30th time, as this is episode 30, then welcome again. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, It is an honor that you would listen, uh, that I uh, uh, have anything that might be uh, worthwhile to hear is all for the glory of God. That that He would be, uh, that you would use anything that we you hear to draw closer to Him. Uh, he would be glorified. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna jump into that. Uh, so here we go. So yeah, today, uh, this podcast, I am gonna do a little retrospective, but I'm also going to get into a little bit about, because uh, it just, it flows so well together, uh, talking to about what I've been re- writing on my blog about lately, um, and it has a lot to do with why a podcast. Um, that's probably a uh, uh, an important question uh, to answer first. And so to take you back to some of the history of what, what, why, where, um, that the the reason I started the podcast was uh, I had just gone through a very turbulent time in my job. The uh, position I was I was currently in was closing. They were not going to they were no longer going to have it. And they gave us several options. Um, very, very thankful for that. They, they uh, treated us very well. And so they gave us several options. And one of the options was to take a temporary position for a year, up to a year. Uh, and the idea was that while you were working in the temporary position, you'd be looking for other positions in the company. Uh, and so I, um, I'm i kind of a sucker for anything that involves learning new things and uh, being able to do new things. And so uh, the opportunity that opened up was a, a marketing position. And so while I'm, I've never formally uh, done Marketing, as far as being a, a marketing coordinator, um, I have uh, working for churches and 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 camps my entire life, youth groups, uh, ministries. Uh, that, and especially in smaller, uh, especially in smaller sizes of those ministries, you kind of have to do everything. So I have been doing marketing um, almost all my life, and and I my undergrad is in business, general business. So I took a little bit of marketing, but of course I, who knows if I remember any of that. Most of, most of what I remember is actually from project management um, because there was this, this book about um, this guy who figured out how to manage projects because he took his kids on a hiking trip, uh, Boy Scouts, and they figured out that they would have a better pace if you put the slowest uh, hiker at the beginning. And it would keep everybody together and you would accomplish more. Uh, so um, so yeah, so I, I started doing marketing, but they, they had me um, come over to the position and there were some things to do, but then there was also just a lot of downtime. And so it, it began to be um, somewhat of a uh, stressful part for me because I just wasn't having a whole lot of output as far as what I was doing with my job. And I like to do things. And so I began thinking about, um, doing something else, uh, to, to supplement, uh, what I was also doing. And so the idea just popped my head is something I'd always thought about. I think it's uh, pretty common that everybody's always like, yeah, I think I want to do a podcast. Um, And and I looked into it. It was pretty easy. I had everything I needed. I had a laptop computer. I had access to a free um, recording software. Uh, I had um, all all the, the I'm kind of a nerd. So I kind of. I know the technolo- technological issues in and out, I'm able to um, work with different technology just to, to make it work. And so I was like, okay, there are no barriers to this. Um, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do this. And of course, the way that it started, um, I I recorded one. And then I went on Christmas break. And I Uh, I had taken a week off or 10 days off to go to Texas uh, where where I'm originally from to see family. And so I recorded it and I, I put it out there and I left and didn't really tell anybody about it. It was just sitting out there, um, came back and I was like, all right, I really need to get serious and to try to, to get into, uh, figuring out what this is all about. And so I came back and did the second episode that, that was like uh, the second or third week of January. Um, and they, the, uh, the Podbean. uh, Site that I use, were like, hey, it's gonna take Apple iPod and, or Apple Podcast and Google uh, Podcast two to three, maybe six weeks before they'll even approve of your podcast. So just be aware of that. Um, so I submitted everything. I I put some of the worst artwork t- t- that I've ever seen together because I was like, well, within six weeks I can come up with something else and we'll get that out there. And uh, lo and behold. Um, in about four hours, I got an email back that was like, Hey, cool. You're approved. And so there you go. I was, I was on, um, Apple podcast. I was on Spotify. I was, and suddenly I was, I was out there moving forward, uh, ugly, ugly, um, artwork and all. And so, yeah, so that, that, um, just became a, a an outlet for, for creativity. And, and there were several things that I wanted to start and wanted to do, um, just because I I wanted to, I was kind of craving this community uh, or, or at least this impetus to to create and and I was not having a, a an outlet that I that I was able to use very much and so I, I wanted that and so that's kind of what the podcast began became, be, became it became my creative output. Um, I started a, a Facebook uh, private group to talk about, um, all things on broken ground. I thought it was going to be this great thing, and uh, several people joined. And then I just, I just kind of dropped the ball and didn't do much with it because um, the podcast and then also writing for um, Pathos became the two main things that I was doing. Plus, I was also uh, working at my job, and and so. I, we did some, we did some stuff, but I just, just, it it became less, that part of it became less what I was going to do and more just... Hey, we're going to do a podcast. And and every week, every Sunday, I've put out an episode. Um, I've not missed a week. I'm, I'm excited about that. I said I would do 52 episodes. This is episode 30. And so, even if nobody listens to any more of the episodes, again, I, I said I was going to do a goal of 52. And that will take me beyond this year because, again, I, I started um, a little bit late uh, and also had one in December of last year. So, it's it's weird. Uh, but um I I will that's my goal to do 52 episodes and and then be done. Um unless there's some overriding uh reason uh some uh, uh it is not you know some some uh, um, weird uh miracle of uh, God moving in, a, in some really big ways. Um, it's it's not something that I will probably continue doing after a year, uh, just because I committed to that. But. Um, that was, that was kind of my commitment and, and, and kind of what, what birthed out of that. And, then, and the reason I kind of want to talk about some of this stuff is that for me, the podcast was just this opportunity to say, to be, to be radically different and say yes to the things I normally wouldn't say. And so, especially when I am, uh, coming to dis- decisions about putting stuff out in the public. I think it can be incredibly difficult for creative people, and, and I don't know that I would live myself as as an artist or even that creative. Although I have some creativity and I'm able to do some things, uh, but it's, it can be incredibly diff- difficult because the thing that you create, you kind of love. It's your it's your creation. The reason you created it is because you liked it and you wanted to do that. But then, and then, but if you put that out into the public, um, then there's the the ability that people will. Um, deal harshly with it that they they'll tell you that it's it's not good they'll they'll just they won't respond to it and and so there's a hesitation i think by all people um top to bottom artists draw people who uh make music um about producing something and putting it out for the public consumption because the public is uh it's not always great um a lot of times they're very unkind um And so so um so yeah, so it became this uh so yeah, it became it became like this radical opportunity to say, hey, this is something I've always thought that I would do. Um this year I'm gonna do it. And and it was just kind of this challenge of why why not? you know, why not just do, do this thing? Um, why, what are you waiting on? Um, and, and so I just did. So, so that, that be kind of became the impetus of that as I was just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say yes to things I normally wouldn't say yes to. So here you go. I'm going to do a podcast. Um, and yeah, 30 episodes later, not counting the interviews that I've done, not counting some of the, the, uh, the mashups with Jim, uh, that are go a little bit longer and have a little bit more goofier content. Um, not counting that, Um, here we are, episode 30, and what it's really become for me is it's become a way to kind of stay in the rhythm of preaching sermons, uh, studying the word, thinking about doing a message every Sunday, uh, knowing that I'm going to do a podcast every Sunday, knowing that I, my, I'm going to be prepared for that, and, and 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 having the discipline to set set aside time to do that, to not go to bed until it's done. Um, and so that's it's kind of for me that's that's really what it's it's become is just that rhythm of, Hey, I'm going to produce something every week. Um, sometimes it's going to be better than it was. Sometimes it's not as going to be as good. Um, obviously, uh, I'm still learning, uh, and I'm still thinking. Um, and so I'm just, it just, like you say, it it just makes me very excited that people, um, even a small number of people that I have that have stayed on this journey with me, um, that they're still there. Um, And maybe it is people who, uh, I can't always tell who it is. That's, uh, listening. Um, mostly I can just see what state you're from. Uh, and so I am, I can't necessarily say that everybody who's that, that even that there's someone who's listened to every episode starting at episode one, but, um, every episode has been listened to at least once by someone according to the podcasting statistics. And so someone has listened to them. Um, so, yay for that. Um, and and I hope that those that do listen and, and those that have listened will will get some encouragement uh, about following God, because um, that, that's always been, you know, what I wanted to do was just to be able to encourage um, other believers to to follow God, but to also to think critically about God and 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 what it means to be a follower of Christ. I think one of the one of my favorite. Um, podcast. One of the reasons I really wanted to do this was to talk about loving your enemies. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a common theme I think that keeps coming up. So God's doing something in that. But I think that one of the things that I see growing up in the South, uh, moving to the the Midwest, uh, seeing both conservative and liberal sides of things and, and, um, or just not even liberal, liberal, but just like not, Staunch conservative, either somewhere in the middle, um, is that that there is a culture war that seems to be has has seemed to capture the hearts of Christians, and it really is um, not that important to to following Christ. Winning the culture war is not that important, and so I think that was one of the very first things that I really wanted to talk about was just that. God calls us to love our enemies. And what does that look like? And and then just, just to, to pause and just think about, okay, who is my enemy? And to realize that we've allowed um, culture to, to really divide us here in a country. Uh, we've allowed even uh, some Christians who don't necessarily speak specifically or only for God, but they, they have their opinion, uh, they've allowed that to become a, a wedge, um, that keeps us from reaching people with Jesus because, uh, the culture war becomes their, their goal. And that, and, and so that was definitely one of the first things I ever wanted to talk about. Um, and, and some of the early names, um, of the podcast, uh, my friend, my friend, Chris, uh, his, his daughter, I was at, I was at, um, I was at a, a church service and they were having the kids do, um, just tell the Christmas story, but in their words, and uh, his daughter said that, um, they, they put that Mary and Joseph were on a donkey on the way to Babylon. And I thought, Hey, I thought that would be one of the coolest names for a metal band. Um, and B, um, Hey, what a cool name for my first uh, podcast. Uh, and then, and then some of those other things like tasty little death machines, uh, in case I can't remember if I've talked about where that comes from, but there's some sugar free gummy bears uh, that are pretty famous about because of the reviews that people have put uh, on Amazon. Uh, they apparently have uh, a substance in there that uh, clear out your system. Um, and so, um, somebody put in their put in their title of the review, Tasty Little Death Machines. And so, you know what? Hey, we had a podcast title. Um I, I don't know that it had anything to do with anything I'm talking about on the podcast and definitely definitely wasn't talking about Death Machines. So uh or being tasty. So probably not, but it was just a fun way um to to name things. Um so yeah so that's where it all started. It started just as this idea that I wanted to Uh, Be creative, but also kind of be able to talk through. um, Sometimes it's just me talking to myself sometimes uh, about what it is God was doing. And I was going through just a really difficult time in my life because I was trying to figure out um, what what God was doing, because here I, I was I had been. Uh, working f- this position, and I was ready to continue to do that, and then, it, you know, that door closed, and I moved over to a new position, but it was temporary, which is a weird place to live, because it's like, oh, you've got a job for a year, but you also need to find something out else out, and we're, there's no, there's no guarantee we'll still have a job for you after the year is up, so you need to find something, and and so it was this very weird, like, I have a job, but I can't, think about the future because I don't know what that future job is going to be. I have a job, but it's not always going to be there. And so it was a very weird place. Um, and so for a lot, like a lot of the podcasts, especially in February and March, um, when I'm talking about Joseph, I mean, I was, I was speaking a whole lot, um, about, um, my heart and my life, uh, to, to be like Joseph, to, to, to know that, um, God has a plan, uh, and it's a good plan, and 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 He's gonna He's gonna accomplish those things that God wants to accomplish, but you may go through the 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 journey of going to be sold into slavery and and li- and then accused of rape so that you're uh, put into prison and then and then forgotten there until finally God kind of brings you out and and to be like okay, how do I? recognize that? How do I, how do I use the time that I have where I'm, that I'm going through to prepare myself for the next step of what God's going to do? And, and that's some of those podcasts are, are me like literally talking through that, uh, as I am, uh, as I am living that out, that, that idea of like, okay, I'm in, I mean, obviously never in a, as, as dire a place as Joseph was. I was never in that dire of a place, but I was in a confusing place where I was trying to figure out, God, what is it that you're doing and what is it you want me to do? Uh, and so it was just so appropriate um, to be to be at that time just talking through that kind of struggle. Um, and so for me, you know, I hope that other people got stuff from it, but it was like God's like, all right, let's talk. And I'm like, all right, God, here's, here's, here's my thing. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, so that was a fun, that was, that was a, a, just kind of a, a, a cathartic way to, to, to deal with the stress of not really knowing and, and to, to remind myself that God is got a bigger plan and God's in control and, and. I've just got to figure out what is it then that, that I have to do? Because it, it was very much like, oh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be uh, passive about that. Um, so, yeah, so that, I mean, some of those things, most of those things, um, as I'm going through the podcast, I'm, a lot of times, I'm just talking through the things that I'm seeing in my life uh, and, and that God's talking to me about um, and, and even just relating that back to and hoping that that people out there will hear that. And so that's why it just leads into kind of what I'm doing. I'm writing. Uh, my other project is to write blogs for Pathios, um, the Unbroken Ground over in Pathios. I write in the Evangelical um, section of the website. You can find it uh, pathios.com. Go to Evangelical, the Unbroken Ground. Um, and and one of the things that I've been talk, I've been writing about um, these last couple of weeks. I kind of took a break in June, uh, I wrote a I wrote an article about Denzel Washington about how um, he's always been a Christian, and and, and um, that was my most lucrative article to write because of it was a special deal. Uh, if you if you wrote a specific article about a, with a specific topic, then then they uh, reimburse you for that um, and I and I get the way that I get reimbursed so pathios does actually reimburse me but I get reimbursed by by page views and just so you guys don't think I'm about to um, drop some kind of news about how uh, all of this is supporting me um, I've yet to get enough page views to actually get um, any kind of residual checks from <laughs> from pathios so Um, Hey, go look at them and know that you're helping me out. Um, but no, I, I I do want to kind of say one of the things that, um, I was actually hoping was that, that the reverse would happen is that I would start this Patheos blog and it would, it would. It would be interesting enough that people would want to come and listen to my podcast, uh, because because I mean, advertising and marketing a podcast is really a full time job, and you you need you need to continuously create content for it uh, not not just the podcast itself, but um, you've got to. Put out reels and and uh, and videos and and Facebook post and Instagram post and and you got to tell people, hey, don't forget this 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 thing is I've created this thing and you and you should go see it and I want you to like it and you should. And and so it's it's almost uh, another full time job, and and um, it's for me it's a hobby, and so it's hard when your hobby kind of becomes a full time job. And so, um, so the hope was is that I, as I wrote for Pathos, uh, which is has a much bigger platform, um, that people would then um, want to come listen to my blog. Oh, sorry, my podcast. And, and that I don't know. I mean, there are a few people out there. So if you came from Pathios, thank you. Uh, appreciate you being here. Um, but, but it, it's, it still seems that, uh, I get way more, um, exposure to people reading my blog than I do to people listening to the podcast. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Again, I appreciate you. you you're listening. I'm just, just telling you the stats here. And so, one of the things that I've been writing about this past couple of weeks, or the only thing I've been writing about, is the idea of of what it means to find yourself in the wilderness. and And I just wanted to kind of—I um, don't know that I define it super great in the blogs. Um, I define a whole lot of stuff, um, but but it's 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 a it's a it's it's such a goldmine of wealth of topics and experiences and things we can talk about um, that I just wanted to kind of kind of share it here as well. And, and I think that I probably should give some credit, uh, to a book I read a long time ago, uh, which is called your Goddess too safe. Um, by Mark Buchanan. He also wrote another book that I love, that I wrote a blog about um, uh, here uh, called "Your Church Is Too Safe." Uh, I highly recommend that you read both books. But even if you don't, um, one of the things that that you'll capture one of the, my one of the things that you'll get uh, as I talk about this is that there's the idea is that there is a um, comfort level that people can have with following God. And when they, when they are in a comfortable place that doesn't stretch them beyond their horizons, then your God is too safe. Um, and I don't think I'm taking anything directly from, from Mark's books, but probably those things have been sitting in my head because they're very impactful very good. And he's, he's a wise man who, who I think knows a lot and should be uh, read and followed. Um, but it, it also goes with my favorite C.S. Lewis quote uh, from, the, from Narnia. Um, which is when um, the the beaver family has has is feeding dinner to the the children, and they're all sitting around the table and they're talking about Aslan and that Aslan, and then that he's a lion, and they said a lion, and they're like, oh, is he safe? And the and the quote says, no, no, who said anything about safe? He's not safe, but he's good. He's not safe, but he's good, and so using that idea. Um, I think that God takes us into the places that if we choose, if we will say radical yeses to God, if we'll say, yes, I will do what you want me to do, that God will take us into a place that will grow us into the people that he wants us to be. Uh, and he will use our circumstances. He will use, um, the people in our lives. He will, he will use our, our work. He will use our health and, and he will, he will take us beyond comfort. And, and so the, the place that's beyond comfort, I like to call the wilderness. And I think because it has so many good parallels to the old Testament, but also to Jesus, Jesus took 40 days in the wilderness. David, when he was king, before he was king when he was anointed king he went back out into the wilderness and was still a shepherd in the wilderness and then as Saul was king he had to make his David had to make his home in the wilderness and so the wilderness is a is a place of of journey and learning and becoming who God wants you to be the israelites um so so going back to Joseph you know Joseph um is is sold to egypt he he goes through all the things that he goes through and at the end of the story at the end of genesis the israelites have all moved to egypt because that's where there's food uh so they so um israel uh the the guy uh picks up his whole family they all move to egypt so they have that they get to survive and because joseph is second in command um and so but what happens is is in um the first chapter of Exodus, what what you see is that there becomes a pharaoh who who comes into power, so a king, a ruler, emperor, who doesn't know Joseph, and and so he doesn't have the same um, respect or love for uh, these Israelites, and in fact he they see them as uh, a bother that they, they they multiply too quickly, they they uh, they risk they they. They're seen as a risk of rebellion. They're going to take over the kingdom. So they, they work them extra hard. And, and then they started this process of trying to eliminate the male babies. Um, and, and that's where you get the story of Moses. That he was put into a basket and floated down the river until Pharaoh's daughter found him. And voila, here's Moses. Now he's also in Pharaoh's kingdom. He's also in, in the court. Of course, uh, he doesn't stay there. He goes, you guessed it, to the wilderness. Uh, because of something he does, he, he, he kills an Egyptian who's abusing a, an Israelite. Um, and then he goes to, uh, to tell Israelites not to fight each other. They're like, oh, what are you going to do, kill us too? And he knew that, that it was known, and so he left. He fled to the wilderness. And it was in the wilderness that Moses learned how to be the type of person that God would call to lead his people to the promised land. It was in the wilderness where God met Moses in the burning bush. It was in the wilderness that Moses became the man that could could see the face of God. So there you go. Already, here we go. Book number two. Exodus we've already got this 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 great story about the wilderness and it just becomes Moses is already in the wilderness but then Moses comes back and and the the Israelites are crying out to God and so God says all right Moses go and get my people and and he he does uh, of course there's a whole lot of before that but but eventually they do and guess where they end up they end up leaving Egypt, which is where they were, and then somewhat comfortable, although very uncomfortable in a lot of ways, especially in the most recent times. Uh, and, and then they, they end up in the wilderness um, on their way to the promised land, to the place that God has promised, to the land that God promised Abraham. And so, so the, the in-between time, the place where God takes his people and shapes them into the people that he wants them to be is the wilderness. Again, I already talked about David being in the wilderness. Jesus Himself went into the wilderness. Paul spent time in the wilderness. But, but I think, like metaphorically, Hebrews does this a lot. Um, but I think we can think of it this way too: is that that God, if we if we say if we say that we radically want to follow God and say and radically want to say yes to God, then He is going to take us for into the wilderness because. That is where we learn how to be the people that God wants us to be, because it, the wilderness is not safe or comfortable. The, what, what's true about humanity, about us, as, about people, is that we only change when, when it becomes too painful to stay the same. Um, or, or when we see the thing that we want and it's too painful not to do what it takes to get there. And so if we stay in this safe and comfortable, then we won't change. Like we, we have no motivation. And if there's no motivation to change as people, we're just, we're just going to stay the way that we are. Uh, that's, just, just, that's just what people do. And so God will say, will give us the opportunity to join him. In this journey, where we can learn how to go deeper into our relationship with him, but it's going to take going through the wilderness and so as a as there's a couple of ways to think about this, but I think growing up um, in the church and and I, I think the idea of the wilderness kind of skipped over because really what a lot of theology that I learned when I was a child was this and and a youth and and into my early some some like early college years was that heaven aka the promised land was later and 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 there was it was just you just just had to wait to get there you just had to wait to get there you just if you're gonna go to heaven it's what happens after you die um And so there's, it's like, and great, you've been saved, you've accepted Jesus Christ, you're going to go to heaven. Bam, you don't have to do anything else. Uh, And, and, but, but what I've learned is that's a very short-sighted and very um, incomplete understanding of what it means to follow Jesus. When Jesus calls his followers, he says, come follow me. And, and there's a series of, of followers who, who kind of have this, this ongoing dialogue with Jesus. Jesus says, "Come follow me." This man says, "Hey, I, I need to go uh, bury my parents." And he's like, "Let the dead bury the, 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 the dead." He's, and says to another and says Jesus says, "I want to follow you." And he goes, "Hey, look, foxes have holes and birds have nests, but I have nowhere that I lay my head. I'm going to go wander. I'm going to go, and I'm not going to have a comfortable place. I'm not going to have a set place. I'm not going to have a known place. I don't know where my head's going to lay down the next night. I'm going to, I'm going to walk from place to place. He, and, and he said, and the, and he, the reason he's, he's saying these things is because if you want to follow Jesus then you need to be radically ready to say yes. And if you're radically ready to say yes, then he's ready to take you on that journey. But, but you, we have to understand that that journey is not going to be comfortable or easy. And, and anyone who says it is just doesn't have it right. Jesus himself says this. He says, I have, in this world, you're going to have trouble, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So the place that we, the place that God refines us, the place that God challenges us and changes us is always going to be the wilderness. And we have to remember that God is not tame or safe in the ways that we want him to be. Like we can't manipulate God into being the being that we want him to be because God is far and above beyond all of that. He's not safe. He is not He is not going to change because we are not comfortable, but instead we change because the uncomfortableness is that impetus. That is that drive. It is that direction is that understanding that changes us from the inside out. And so I've just been, I've been, I've been living and thinking through these different wilderness themes. And so uh, over on Patheos, I'd love for you guys to if you if you listen to this blog, um, if you listen to this podcast, I'd love for you to go read the blogs um, because they 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 don't always intertwine. But um, I just felt like this was a good time to kind of do a look back and also kind of do a look forward that that I um, that part of my journey, part of my wilderness journey is this podcast um, and is the blogs I write and. Um, and, and I don't know where it's headed. Um, I don't know. I know that I committed to do 52 episodes. Um, and I know that I do not have enough listenership to even consider that that I would ever not have some other kind of income and that this would only be a hobby. Uh, both this podcast and my blog, uh, both in the same, they are minimal income sources uh, at, at best, at best. And, um, but they are, they are my output. They're my creative output. And God has really um, blessed me to be able to do that and to, to kind of have that as a place. Um, because I think that we all have that drive. We need to create and we need to have an outplay, an out, a place to outpour, a place to, to build, a place to create. And, and thankfully that this is, a, this is a good one. And I'm hoping um, that um, it's been a good one for, for people who listen. That that they uh, have heard some things. You don't have to agree with everything that I've said. I don't even know if I w- if I listened, if I went back and listened or if I read back on everything that I've ever said that I would say it the same way or agree with what I say at this point. But you don't have to agree with everything I say. But I hope that um, in the I hope you find a way to follow Jesus closer in the things that I say. Um, that, that's the that's the desire. That's the hope. Um, so yeah. So there it is. No, no big challenge this week, um, except to say radically yes to God and allow him to take you to your wilderness because that's where he changes you. And that's where he... See, see what he did for David? All right, here's a challenge. That's what he did for David. David was anointed a king Despite that, he went to the wilderness to take care of the sheep where he learned about God's protection so that when he heard David, when David heard Goliath, he knew that he could could win the battle, not because of some skill he learned, because of the strength of the Lord, because God was on his side. So David learned that at a very early age. He learned that, killed Goliath. He learned how to wait, to be patient. Ah that's a hard one right to 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 learn to just how to how do I wait on god how do i how do I be patient in in a way that that helps me um, not lose my lose my uh, cool or lose my head or or uh, suddenly uh, feel like the whole world is crashing around me. He learned how to wait. Um, there were times that God. That, that Saul was given into David's hand. He could have taken his life. He could have taken the crown. He could have been the king that he always wanted to be. And he said, no, I am not going to do that. It is God who who puts the kings in their places. And so when the time came to for David to move out of his wilderness and into this, his role as king, he was ready. But he waited for that. He was waiting on God. Um, and so... What is it that God's calling you? What kind of wilderness are you being called to? What kind of journey? What kind of radical yes to be able to say, "Yeah, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow you, Jesus, wherever you might go." And and is it and is it worth it? They, that's kind of a question that, that someone might ask. They say, "Okay, well, is it worth it to follow through the wilderness?" And Jesus told this parable, and I'll leave you with this. He said, "There was a man who who found." a pearl of great price, the best pearl you could find. And so he went and he sold everything else he had so that he could purchase this pearl. And he wasn't sad. He wasn't sad. When you find the thing that matters more than anything else, in this case, following Jesus with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and loving people, then you're going to want to do whatever it takes to find, to, to, to have, to hold. And part of that is being willing to follow Jesus wherever he might take you, even into the wilderness. The good news is, is that Jesus doesn't say, you won't have any trouble or, or struggle in this world, but what he does say is this, I will be with you always until the end of the age. So wherever you are, if you're a follower of Jesus, Jesus is with you. He he watches over you. He cares for you, and he has plans. I don't know what they are. He doesn't reveal those. Sometimes it's sometimes it's one baby step at a time. But but they're but they're there. You can trust in that. Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, it is a, a pleasure to be able to share just from my heart. If you have um, questions or thoughts or follow up, as always, you can find me on the Facebook. Uh, facebook forward slash the unbroken ground you can also email the unbroken ground at gmail.com or you can find me on instagram love to hear any feedback or any questions or thoughts that you've had or ways you've been blessed uh, by this podcast and um yeah so here's to at least 22 more episodes um before we call this good um and maybe more we'll see we'll see what god says we'll see where my wilderness journey takes me Hope you have a great week. God bless.